0: Kia ora welcome to the Stromcast Alnanda, I'm here with Richard from Strom in the UK and Colm from Ireland. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves and say a little bit about the business things that you
1: do? Sure, my name's Richard Foster, I am the owner of Strom UK, Uh, we probably won't get into too much structural business stuff but everybody involved in Strom Global are their own independent business. Um, we're all just kind of trying to end in the same direction. We all line up in our vision of a lot of things and we share branding. um I've been doing this for 16 years now, and um we're still trying to do the same thing that we started doing eight years ago, and that is make stuff for us and our friends to be better at the sports and hobbies we've chosen to do, and ideally stay healthier and live longer.
2: My name is Colin Harper. I am the owner of Strom Ireland, and I've been doing this five years next month, actually. Um, so I was actually a customer of Rick's for the best part of about two years before starting Strom Ireland. Um, and I kind of badgered and bullied Rick into doing it, um, because I was ordering every month and constantly told him that I would do his, his uh, distribution in Ireland until he actually called me on it. And, uh, yeah, then we created Strom Ireland in tw- 2019.
1: And thankfully, so, we did that at just the right time because Brexit then happened, and it turned out we really needed a strong island.
2: Absolutely, and it set us up perfectly then for for European distribution as well, and uh, and the European market. So it's um, yeah, it was the right place, right time. It really was.
0: What's going on uh, with in regards to new releases coming soon that you are willing to talk
1: about, Richard? Okay, um, there's a little bit of not a lot of new releases, and that is. Because, in part, I don't want to ever be that brand that just releases stuff because we feel like we should release stuff. You know, we we yeah. had a very specific mission goal and we've kind of ticked all the boxes that we want to tick. I still want to do a fish oil. I'm still not doing it until it's something really special or an Amiga product or an EPA. We've talked about a standalone EPA. Uh, I've been speaking to some other manufacturers. Thomas is aware of something special that we're doing with some uridine that I imagine will find its way into. Probably a strong standalone and a nice standalone maybe. I'm still not sure how we're going to do that. Basically, we've got some friends in Australia and we have sent some uridine to them to try and make that better. And I haven't quite worked out why. It's kind of like the underpants gnomes from South Park. It's (laughs) uridine, something, 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 profit. And I don't quite know what yet, but I'm excited about that. I am a fan of uridine. Love um, I It's the only thing um, that I am glad I met Thomas for. No.
2: Well, without uridine, not nothing else. Like, uridine not, not
1: absolutely changed the game for me. Um, I don't know what that says about me, but that 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 is the thing that I absolutely can't go without with regards to training.
2: I was, I think it was Saturday. I messaged. Um, was it Saturday? I messaged you, Thomas or a couple days before <laughs> yeah. before that. Actually, I tagged you in something. <laughs> it was uh, it was uridine rodiola. Uh, Kind of monster and Fever Forty. And it was it. it was it was just like everything just came together perfectly <clears throat> and it was probably the most focused I'd been in God knows how long and the most productive I've been in a while
1: as well. Yeah, no, I, I really like uridine. Um we're gonna do some flavors and some bits, you know, flavours are like there should be another flavour in Systomax come in. Um I feel like we've spent a long time churning out new things and actually we've got a huge range of stuff that we could do with fleshing out in terms of flavors and different sizes of things and stuff like that um so there's there's nothing super revolutionary in development at the moment with strom and i don't think that's uh i don't think that's 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 necessarily a bad thing um because i think you can fall into this trap of just feeling like you have to make new things for the sake of making new things there's nothing I right think- now that if I were to come into bodybuilding, powerlifting, strongman, or even jiu-jitsu, I could come to Strom and be like, well, fuck, I can't get X, Y, or Z. Yeah.
2: And that, that's always the key thing, because unless there's a very – like, like a, lot, a lot of the products are, are niche products, you know, and unless there is that niche gap where people will literally benefit, like yeah. all the other products, unless they like, will you know, benefit Euro, from that product.
1: Like we kind of created that category in Neuro – um Max, that kind of high taurine back pump type product that that yeah. was completely novel we did pro we, we i don't feel like we've got a point to prove anymore and i do feel like there's an awful lot at the moment of brands trying to prove how big their dicks are by
2: seeing how many things they can fit in a formula or this is exactly the the point you made there today yesterday yeah. about people literally like <clears throat> funny enough i was actually having this conversation with a customer of mine earlier around about um he he took a pre workout that that we stock, and he'd also previously tried um, the Beast Farm stim, and he said the Beast Farm stim did nothing for him. That doesn't mean it's a bad product; it just means that those ingredients didn't suit that person. Whereas he took this other product, and he said like 15 minutes later, he was off. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that's <clears throat> obviously that's applicable to a lot to a lot of products. But um, personally, for me, Neuro. If if somebody put a gun to my head and said, right, you can only ever use one product for the rest of your life, what's it going to be? It would be Neuro. That's it. Without Neuro, I would not be able to function properly. I would be Uridine. <laughs> I would be super tempted. If if I'm not allowed to take any other yeah. supplement, nothing else,
1: I would be super tempted by Big Z. Really, the, I'm I'm nervous about Big Z because when I'm at home, I can't. When I'm at home, I use Zmax, I use a standalone Levagen, and I use my Neuro. But if I'm traveling, or for convenience, or for that, just having
2: one thing, I, I, Big Z is really good. See, I, I, I would use levagen with the neuro. Yeah. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick one or the other, I'd always go to neuro, just because it helps. It helps my mind to yeah. slow down. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually in terms
1: of long term health benefits, magnesium.
2: There's so much stuff yeah.
1: on magnesium.
2: Um, I'm actually afraid to try Big Z because um, I can't use Neuro PM because of the ZMA in it. It gives me that uh, fuzzy feeling of my stomach the next day. Have you tried ZMAX? No, because again, I'm afraid right. that I'll end up with the same issue. Yeah, no, I mean, look, the, the dosing of
1: magnesium in, in Neuro PM is much lower than um, either of those two products. So that's that thing, again, where most people love those products, but, but yeah, individually, well, it might not be for you
2: yeah and 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 that's it exactly. yeah like i i think neuro pm is probably one of my best sellers yeah you know it it it, it outsells it outsells standard neuro probably 3 to 1 but for me standard neuro is is absolutely the way to go yeah, I, I, don't you, any, I don't have i don't use standard neuro yeah i i don't have an issue going to sleep my issue is always been just staying asleep and that's where Neuro, neuro comes in. I, I've had to get, so I'm actually using Neuro
1: for much closer to it, its original goal, which is as soon as I get in from, Thomas to see me when I get in from sparring, if I've had a good session, I'm fucking wired. So I've had to kind of drill myself into, as soon as I get through the door, that's what I do. Because it, it's, yeah. there's an hour latency period from having it to being something like normal. That's, that's what that product was made for. It was, it was made for that post-work. Yeah. Get yourself back down.
2: Yeah, I, I I use it because I can end up just I, – I can end up working until 9, 10 at night. Yeah. So in order to shut down before going to sleep, that's – yeah. it just so, perfect.
1: So in terms, in terms of Strom, I say there's some flavors in the works. There's the jiu-jitsu supplement that's, that's in the works. Um, so I say there's nothing new. I Mike Leng gets – I mean, we all know Mike. We all like Mike. Mike Leng gets absolutely infuriated by me because I talk about the jiu-jitsu product. I say, well, it's nothing new. Um, I'll talk about it on here because the formula will be released within the next week or so. Anyway, I think, but it's effectively um, a blend of uh, cyclic, uh, no, sorry, platinose and fructose because Mike really likes fructose for immediate um, stuff that requires immediate energy. Fructose replenishes brain and liver glycogen before it replenishes uh, muscular glycogen. So Mike's got his reasons for wanting fructose, and that's kind of the thing that I've allowed him to have. It's got BCAA, <laughs> it's got an electrolyte blend. It's got a full-spectrum EAA, and it has one other thing that I can't remember right now. Um, so it's effectively something that you could make yourself Um, as that a convenience. Be be, yeah, because a lot of these combat guys, they don't want to buy five or six different products. Uh, that's it, sorry. Um, so Platinose, Fructose, EAA, Taurine, PKTP, uh, a small amount, 250 milligrams of magnesium bisglycinate for cramping, um, SenActive, and uh, a little bit of extra and some sodium. Um, so it, it's an all-in-one carbs EAA performance product.
0: Why do you like the ingredient SenActive uh, for that application?
1: Glycogen replenishment. Because
0: this is one that more people need to understand. It's a very under-talked-about ingredient, and most people don't actually understand it.
1: Glycogen replenishment primarily. Um, And then there's a load of of studies. They have their studies done by them, but that are very positive uh, to do with recovery between sets. Now, I would postulate that recovery between sets is probably very similar to recovery between... When When Thomas says... Why are you choosing to use X, Y, or Z? My brain immediately goes, Oh, has he spotted a flaw? But actually, I think the no. point you're <laughs> is activist is pretty cool. If it does I, 25% of what they claim it does, it's incredible.
0: I really like the ingredient. Uh, and I like, I don't know what dose you're doing it uh, and the uh, BGMX product, 50. but um, 50. Oh,
2: yeah. I am. We, the,
1: the, we have 100 in Creamax. Yeah. And then fifty in EAA uh central max and fifty in the in BJ Max. Um
0: fifty is their standard researched, recommended dose. Yeah. Um I really like the ingredient. It's one that I've been a big fan of basically forever, is one of the reasons I think initially I thought Strom and Creomax was really cool.
1: Um, that that synergism between glycogen replacement, ATP driving creatine, it all kind of there's that synergism there. That's, that's so simple and so elegant, but so effective.
0: When it comes to combat sports too, like in terms of formulating a product for combat sports, Synactive is one that has research directly in that crowd. Again, that would be funded by...
1: Uh, New Live Science.
0: New Live Science. So there's bias in the funding, but I do like the fact that at least... There's some interest in researching within that crowd. Um,
1: yeah, no, I, I, I think say so. um, it's important. But Mike, Mike gets incredibly cross with me when I say, oh, "Well, it's nothing new. It's just convenience," um, because he's quite right that that to us, there's nothing new there. But actually, within the combat sports realm, they've been given buckets of multi in the past and electrolyte tablets, and that's pretty much it. I
2: can't power it. multi-dextrin. multi
1: Yeah. Yeah, there, well, there's no motodextrin here, so you're, you're good for when you yeah. decide to take up jiu-jitsu Platinum. in the cult. No, I'm going back to strongman. Of course you are. Good. That ended super well last time. Um, it did. <laughs> I didn't cripple myself. No, well, you complain about being crippled an awful lot for someone who didn't cripple themselves. Oh, I was yeah. crippled beforehand, but it wasn't because of strongman. <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I, I'm i like a bag of Lego. I'm in bits. So we talked a little bit about trademark ingredients before. Um my issue with trademark ingredients at the moment is just that if you scratch below even the surface on a lot of the new things that are coming through, there's there's absolute trash being passed off as gold. Um, I asked Thomas to look at I won't say for legal reasons because we'll probably get sued yeah. because the company that are producing it are a multi, multi-million pound company. But I asked Thomas to look at a product the other day that I've been given some sample tubs of, and I've been given some printouts of their studies. Um, and it was it was something, you know what, you'll probably remember better than me, Thomas, because I, I kind of dismissed it. But it was something like a 50% reduction in, in joint pain within uh, a month's worth of use. Um, really outlandish so, claims. Like stuff where I was like, again, if, if this does a quarter of what it says it does, this would be brilliant.
0: So looking through that product, and again, I won't say what it was, but A, you're right, uh, we should not I think Cole messaged me and said, oh, did- is this
1: something I'll be buying? Um, and I, was, I don't think so.
0: No. Uh, basically, it's not even just that company though. There is a massive global industry interest to make this a viable product because essentially it's a waste byproduct of a normal food manufacturing process, and it's being used for low value things. So what they're trying to do is create a high value product from a what is currently a low value waste. Talk so, about
1: the generic in that that we're probably safe talking about i don't
0: think we are no uh, there's there's like four there's there's like a mega company in every continent pushing this product that's like this,
1: by the, end of the, the day, problem I, yeah because if, if if i were to have attended the seminar i attended and just taking the information i've been given on face value i could have in all honesty without Having, I can see how someone who didn't understand the concepts of research could very easily end up selling that and feeling that like they were doing a good thing. Well, I feel
0: like the guy selling it to you probably had not done the look through because he was like, "Hey, look, this is clinically efficacious."
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and he's not he's not a
0: douchebag.
1: I mean, he's yeah. a salesman, but he's yeah, he's a bodybuilder.
0: He's I think the case driver. with it. So, and this was a good example of that happening is that so. Ninety five percent of the research on this product is all funded or actually most of them literally done in the R and D labs of the companies making it. So not so even it's, for...
2: it's, it's it's not independent
0: it's it's a biased no. study. Yeah, it's it's not even remotely independent. So I I guess you have your layers of independence where a company funds a university to do
1: a study for them. Yeah what, are... uh leverage and do
0: which I like, you still have to take it with a grain of salt because you don't know about publication bias as to whether or not they've chosen not to publish bad results or, or quite literally if the researchers are making results look better than they are because they want the money stream to keep coming in. Yeah. Um, but in this case, most of the research is done in these companies' R&D facilities, so their in-house team is doing the research. And then it's getting published out to a whole bunch of papers, uh, journals, which don't have good recognition. Like I I don't know of them. They're definitely not in your top group of acknowledged journals. Um uh, and then the claims like 50% pain reduction, those are based off questionnaire type structures. Like they're not um, they're not quantitative data. It's it's questioning people on how they feel. And you can angle that really well. Like we know from other research how easy it is to manipulate questionnaire type data and I guess like I would understand if they did one or two papers like that but the sheer quantity there's at least a couple dozen papers that are all very structured like similar research structure it's all done the same to essentially push the agenda that this is great yeah there's one independent paper that I found. That was published in a good journal, and they just compared it to a standalone ingredient of something that's already on the market and very affordable at a reasonable dose. And essentially, the new fancy products did not do anything exactly. more Yeah, and you had to dose the new fancy product way higher than they're recommending. Like, it just essentially trying to replace something that is already available and cheap and.
2: But so basically definitely. taking the wheel, trying to reinvent it, parse it up a little bit and pass it off as the next big thing.
1: What What's worrying yeah. with the industry at the moment is this is not an isolated thing. Um, I saw a product yeah. come out the other day, and there were three ingredients in it that I'd never heard of again. I'm not going to say what they are or who the brand was. I'd never heard of them. I did a bit of Googling, and, and they've got like a holding page from a manufacturer um, roughly describing what the product does and, and no useful published literature that I could find anywhere. Because the way it works for anyone who's listening who, who who doesn't fully understand, patented ingredients generally have to have something really special about them. There's something about the process that has been used to make that product that makes it s- uh, significantly different from its parent ingredient uh, and, and normally has something proprietary and special about it. HydroKirk is for the patented ingredient. Yeah. A trademark ingredient just means, so this is how simple it could be. Me, Colm, and Thomas could decide that we're going to make uh, we're going to make a product that we're going to call Strom Max. And we're going to get two ingredients that we like. Colm, name two ingredients that you like. I don't care what they are. Any two ingredients?
2: Lion's Mane and Ashwagandha.
1: Okay. So we're going to get 50% Lion's Mane, 50% Ashwagandha. We're going to mix them together. We're going to sell that and we're going to call it Strom Max or we're going to call it Lion Max or Ash Lion all <laughs> I mean, we call it Lion quarter, quarter max. We're going to call it quarter max and we're going to sell that out at four times the price of both of those ingredients separately. That is something that we could do completely legally, there's no issue with that whatsoever. But by doing that, we haven't changed anything about those ingredients. People could buy those two ingredients Mar- exactly the same,
2: morally. It's just not right. And I, that, that that's I thought that kind of brings us to that's one of the, the key ethos is that we all have is that we we work within you know our morals yeah. Um you know we've we, we no interest in emptying people's pockets we aim to bring people the best products on the market so what why would you bring out something that already exists
1: yeah I mean the example, more of, for, um, the example of yeah. linesman in ashwagandha is, is interesting because actually those two ingredients have merit on their own Um, and the way it would work if you were a big company is we would release our ashwagandha and lion's mane and we would pay someone to do a study on ashwagandha and lion's mane and it would probably show that the ashwagandha and lion's mane together were quite good but if we wanted to make that study look really good we would baseline it against placebo rather than against someone using a standalone version of those two ingredients and Mm -hmm. that's where the problem comes in because that ingredient should be baselined against in the same way that pico2 should be baselined against cordyceps but it's not it's baseline against nothing and therefore looks really good and
0: this is yeah. and that's, that, but that's that standard. is exactly what happened with that other ingredient that has the massive industry push around the second it was compared against something that's already on the market and available and much cheaper then it's like oh, okay this is no big deal yeah um but as long as they don't do any comparisons then it can seem really snazzy if it's packaged with a bow.
1: I saw a I saw a a graph for a, a product the other day, and it was like let's say that's your that's your graph, right? And it was a uh, placebo, and the bar was like this big for improvement, and um for the 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 ingredient in question, it was you know all the way to the top. The graph was full. I was like, wow, that's really really interesting. Until I looked closely and noticed that the scale of the graph went all the way up. Two, three. So if the scale went up to a hundred percent, it would be basically statistically irrelevant. But because you have the graph go all the way up to three percent, you, you can scale up there's loads of things you can do to make data look looking. Um I think the advantage we have as a brand is that we want the things that we make to work because we want to use them. Not not yeah. just because it's good and, business and that, that, it's if the stuff you make works, that's good business anyway, because people buy it again. Yeah. However, we also want to, like at the moment, I'm, anything that is joint related, performance related, I'm, I'm all over like a tramp on chips. As a bodybuilder, I was very obsessive about health products because I Colm knew me back way back when, when I used to use all of the things. Um, and, and I think that, you know, the guys in New Zealand are the same. Colm works with loads of strong men, some of whom, quite a few of whom you've become quite friendly with. We want these guys to be as healthy as possible and perform as yeah, well as absolutely. they can. Be-
2: Absolutely. And I think that that's key and prime example of what you were saying there about the products are designed for like, when you looked at Stimmy Max Black Edition, that was primarily around Badger when he was competing. Yeah. yeah, That was for Badger. You know, because
1: and then you had people's three workouts and it annoyed me.
2: Yeah. I, and then Glutathione Max was for your mother. Yeah. You know, so, so that's it. Like, I, yeah. You know, in the seventh we the, the, had a little
1: spot of heart spate of heart related products because I thought there was something wrong with mine. So we got thrombomag, yolic yeah. garlic, we got lipid mac. But
2: the problem that you had was that you don't have one, so
1: you know like, that's Yeah, yeah. No, so it's easy yeah. enough to fix that with uh,
2: <laughs> Bourbon. Exactly. Makes you happy as well. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, I think yeah, like that's that, that, exactly.
1: I think there'll be some interesting stuff with nice subco coming. Um now we're starting to get the wheels moving on that. Um, obviously, everyone who knows Strom knows Nice Subco. Now, I think I don't know how well it moves in Ireland. I haven't actually asked in a while.
2: It it, it, it moves quite well. I've actually ordered a lot of things, um, but with the production change, yeah, I think a lot of it's now moved. Um, yeah, it's, getting... so it's just yeah, it, so it, it it's just getting once production's back up and running properly on everything. Yeah. Then we'll get back in. But constantly one thing that people are constantly crying out for is is the Tonkat um yeah. and the horny goat weed. Fedosia obviously we got back in. Yeah. Um you know, the 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 Genin, yeah. were out of but for the British um, customers,
1: we don't stop the Fidoja and we can't stop the Con tonka, but you can buy them from Coleman, he'll send them to the UK for you. We
2: we do ship to the UK, yes. Unfortunately Brexit makes it a little bit more expensive, but yeah. We yeah,
0: we um comments on that is uh, yeah, I, I anticipate that we've lost a little bit of momentum because it has been a while with the Tonga and such. We've got the same situation in New Zealand and it's a bit of a pain in the ass. But um we will I'm hoping that because when we bring out the new Tonga and we're going to know more about our confirmation date before the end of this month, uh because it's a step up, it's a notable step up. It's unique to the industry again. So we're not just doing a 200 to one again. We're bringing out something that not many companies are doing. And it's an approach Certainly that... None of
1: the regular UK companies are doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's a couple Americans doing standardization in this way. Um, I'm... It's much more my approach. I'm not as into ratio extracts as I prefer to get a standardisation for
1: bioactive. I I don't think ratio extracts are necessarily deliberately misleading, but they are hard to discern exactly what you're getting to the consumer. Because, you know, 10 to 1, 200 to 1, of what? Now, obviously, if you are the manufacturer, you dig into your, 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 your certificates of analysis, you'll normally get a of what? Um, but I'd much rather have a, an extract-specific outcome. Yeah. You know, if you buy um, one gram of this, you're getting 400 milligrams of
0: X. My thing is, is that when you're using ratio extracts, uh, it's going to vary supplier to supplier, and so if you've chosen a ratio extract, you've got to stick with that one supplier if you're going to get the same outcomes, and you've got to ensure... you got to find out if they are sticking to the same supply chain, too. With but, anything
1: that anything that's herbal... You know, things like seasonal variation are, are going to happen, and anyone Huge. who tells you they don't yeah. just doesn't understand what they're talking about, you know?
0: It's colossal uh, to the extent that Astragalus, as you've seen I've been talking about a lot, seasonal variation throws that off like night and day. Yeah, uh, yeah. The product could be effective or completely a joke of a product yeah. depending on which farm and which season it's harvested.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, I don't think that's you know it, it's just something that people need to understand. Um, I've talked before about how juglands extracts vary. You know, you can, you can have 20 different juglands extracts and they'll all feel different. people are, "Oh, well, that you know that doesn't make sense. They must be different compounds. You can get 20 different strains of marijuana, and they can all feel different. They're all marijuana, they all contain THC, they all contain CBD, but they'll have slightly different um, ratios, extracts, potency as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and you get that with yeah. almost all. What's what's the what's the trendy term, though? Is it nutraceuticals? Is that the... Yes. Yeah. Um, all botanicals are going to have that. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, 20 years ago, people could use synthetic whatever they wanted, but that's not the case anymore. There is an argument that if and... we could use synthetic whatever we wanted, you would get more consistent results, but it's not something we're allowed to
2: do. I can't do I... the same either, really, is it?
1: No, it it depends on the compound, right? If you're using a plant to get a stimulant, then I'd rather just use the stimulant. Yeah. If you're using a plant as a health product, quite often the phytonutrients contained within that plant are key to the outcome that the plant's giving you. Sometimes, not always.
0: And so that's probably a key point on there too, is that, uh, say, with standardisation to a bioactive in a plant, even if you've got standardisation to one bioactive component, let's say... Uh, let's say, Tonga Ali, Yuriko Manons, there's actually a whole bunch of other stuff that could be varying if you choose different suppliers, even if that one bioactive is standardized. yeah. There's still room for everything else to vary. Yeah. And so you can actually still get variants in product. And i challenge your statement on synthetics, because synthetics, depending on the compound and process... That can also vary notably too, because their manufacturing procedure to create that can make analogues, and then depending on how well they've standardized and yeah. uh, cleaned out toxic byproducts and other things, that can so, also create in the product.
1: If we lived in a magical fantasy land where all synthetic ingredients were synthesized perfectly and were all the same, that would be wonderful. Yeah, but they're not. No. I guess Don't. when when I used to be able to buy pre workouts twenty years ago that had DMHA in, if you had seventy five milligrams of DMHA, sure as shit, all ten of those pre workouts would feel basically the same. When it changed to being three hundred milligrams of geranium extract, of which, da, 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 one three di, uh, what's DMHA pronounced as again? When it's a word, it's been so it's been so long. Dimethylalamine. Yeah. Such a long time ago. Nostalgia from even trying to remember the word. Um When it changed to geranium, there there would be subtle differences that you didn't get with the with the synthetic. But yeah, sorry, massively sidetracked. So you've done off in nerd nerdland. Yeah, yeah. Look, nice subco will be getting back to where it was hopefully, and and there's a there's a lot of synergism between Strom and Nice Supco. Um There are obviously going to be new things coming from Beast Farm because Beast Farm is a new brand a lot of the stuff from beast farm beast farm is again linked with strom it's it's not a secret it's on the it's on the bloody tubs uh, formulated in association with strom thomas has um had his uh dirty little paws on the um libido product for big for for, for, for beast farm and mm. and that is going to bang um it's basically literally yeah that's going to be really good I, I i'm really excited by that and i'm hoping that thomas is excited by that as well because it's it's kind of uh something we've talked about doing before and it's just there are two things in the beast farm product that you don't really see anywhere else um we won't name them but they are two of thomas's suggestions um that i'm really excited about and, and look that's that's one of the beauties of having this this strong global network you know we have people that are experts in certain certain segments thomas is is an expert in the penis i'm an expert in potatoes yeah look if Mm. i had a potato related question Colm, you would be the guy i would come to see
2: i should i should hope so boy
1: What what you're going to see with beast farm is you're going to see a lot of stuff come through you're like well strom does a version of that but it will be an alternative take um and i think that's really important to to be able to be open about look that you know there isn't a best way of doing anything obviously everything in strom is done in the way that I think is the best but there are other ways of doing things that are also valid so beast yeah. hydro is what I would call an athlete's hydration formula whereas hydromax is is a completely different thing really
0: I think um regarding the beast farm formula approach too it's what I like about what's going on there is that it is pushing the boundaries a bit so the full disclosure is on a couple of ingredients there's not the best supporting research there is some supporting research, but it's one of those things where anecdotally they seem to perform really well, assuming you source a good extract. And so then that combination of, so we've got a couple really good, historically supported ingredients combined with some things kind of pushing the boundaries of it. Yeah. That, that's always really fun, innovate, like new formulation, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I. And you're right, because you've got your safe bets in there. And then yeah. you've got you've got cool new alternative stuff. So we'll see a lot of that coming through from Beast Farm. And then um a brand that I know we all like, um Combat Fuel. Um I think I'm possibly gonna help them out with a couple of bits for that. They've got some some bits coming through. Cause they're, they're really good guys. Um so I think it's gonna be an exciting year. Um and I have no doubt that at some point I will develop a problem, or one of the boys in the gym will develop a problem, and we will come up with something to solve that. And I can't tell you what it is right now because I'm not a mind reader. I, 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 I'm not a mind reader. The other thing, where you look into the future, I'm not clairvoyant, I'm not clairvoyant. But but that's the way Strom's always worked. It's always been reactionary to something happens, you know.
2: I, I think that that's kind of key because you know, if you were to make things that you. People want. You're just trying to force a gap in the market. Yeah, yeah. And that it, it, it's it's literally just again going back to what you're saying earlier on. You're making something for the sake of wanting to make something, rather than yeah, needing. There's, to make there's,
1: there's certain things that are on trend at the moment. Um, the 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 seminar I was at in Switzerland there was an awful lot of talk that was primarily about <laughs> products for uh, men's, men men uh, not menstrual. um The other thing menopause. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not something that I, it's it's not in my spectrum. It's not something we're going to do because there are other people doing that perfectly well. You know, but there, there are yeah. some things that are trendy at the moment. That's trendy at the moment. Anything that Huberman or Joe Rogan talk about is trendy. And if you're quick enough, you can just listen to Joe Rogan podcast and then bring out products if he mentions something.
2: We're, we're going to try and avoid that. The, 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 problem, the problem I find with that I see it so many times these people who have just popped up on Instagram and they're just Spamming them with ads is there's no, there's, there's, there's no reputation behind them. There's no guarantee of the quality of the raws. And this is always the, com- the conversation I have with other people, with customers, when they say, oh, do you stop this, that, and the other? And the reason we use nice supplement is because we know what where the raws are coming from. We know that they're good. That they the one thing I've always said about Strom is if if you could ever compare Strom to something, it would be runcier. It does exactly what it says in the tin. A nice open and nice supplement cold falls nicely in, in with that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so no, I don't. I, uh And then I guess if Thomas tells me to do anything, I'll probably probably look at doing that. As
0: well. <laughs> yeah, I think the new flavors thing. I think you underrate the new flavors thing. Um, there's a lot of value in having a oh, couple no, more no. Look, flavors. Oh no, every time we do a new flavor, sales go
1: mad. I just, um, yeah. I guess it's it, it's not quite as uh, mentally stimulating as formulating. Yeah. We've got some samples of Vasco flavours. We've got some... Uh, we, we've actually got a new flavour in Crea coming pretty quickly, pretty soon. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. It'll be a secret for the podcast. Uh, we're doing Apple flavour in the Crea instead of is replacing okay. Strawberry with. Okay, And is Raw coming back? Maybe. Maybe. Um, probably, to be honest. Um, it's just the, the problem has been that the price of Crea Pure is so high that we're kind of grabbing bits when we can and making it into something. Um yeah yeah I I would really like somebody else to bring out a 1000 mesh super high quality creating with quality assurance because I don't want to change to a regular monohydrate I don't think there's value in that um but we can't put the only way we can have a consistent supply career pure at the moment would be to put the price up even further and I just I don't think the market would stand it I think it's about as expensive as it can get
2: No I I think it would become cost prohibitive then Yeah so, yeah, we, we,
0: the recent price hike, I say recent, like a year ago when it was up. Yeah. Uh, Micromax sales just stagnated. It just yeah. got to a point point where people are like, yeah, I can't justify that.
2: Uh, I, I and don't even though that I really that the price is back
0: down. Well, so the thing is that we lost, again, it's a momentum thing, I think. Yeah. So now, now that the price is packed down and it's like the best price-ish we've ever had it. Because of other New Zealand cost reductions, yeah, uh, it's struggling to pick up sales. Um, so, I, th- I I think there is pros and cons with creapure. I it would that be where I picked
1: my ten. Right? Yeah. I mean, obviously really? we do. And again, it's that not wanting to do stuff that the. So, if someone wants to creapure, they 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 buy the Strom, Combat Fuel, Do a super cheap creative mono. Supplement needs do a super cheap quantity and creatine mono. Uh, if you want a saturation product, we've got Big D, we've got HL as basic. Uh, I guess I just, if I change to a basic creatine mono.
0: I don't think there's any reason to. It's not providing no, you. I, no, I, 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 I
1: don't just want to bring something else out that was in the middle. That'd be great. I think you did with HCL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the HCL caps, I, I said the other day, like, oh, I wonder if we still need to do the HCL caps. And Evelina looked at me like I'm an idiot. was like, do you know how many we sell? Um, obviously, I
2: don't. Um, but it turns out, we and sell- obviously, everything is now Russian as well by your by your accent. Yeah, Russia's <laughs> next to Sweden, kind of.
1: But yeah, it turns out we sell absolutely loads of creatine HCL capsules, which I didn't realise. Yeah. And I actually really like creatine HCL. I just got bored of the sound of my own voice explaining why over and over. Um, so now we just say, oh, if you've got in- if you've got irritable bowel by HCL, that's that's the wholesale pitch for that, which is woeful. And it yeah,
0: I have a question for you, Colin. Uh, oh no, okay, Colin... What- what sort of trends did do you do? because your market actually seems quite different? Uh, you've got a very fussy market. Uh, that's yeah. But what sort of trends are you actually dealing with in terms of um, what are people really hunting for?
2: There's a lot of trend around around the health products in, in terms of the, the the herbal stuff. So the nice supplement uh fundamental as well. Um, Humanafort, which is actually a, a fantastic seller for us over um,
1: here. I would love for to dig into Humanafort.
2: And we, we actually had this conversation a while ago. Thomas, I will absolutely send you, if you want me to send you a three month supply of Humanafort to to try it out, to look into it and see what you think of it, I can sort that. That's no bother at all.
0: I would be interested to try it for sure. I guess the, so I used to use Myoblock Supra. Are you guys familiar yeah. with the product? that that works in terms of upregulating REM sleep in a miserable manner like i i could reliably and people can talk what they like about trackers that as trends i think sleep trackers are good for mapping trends and i could reliably bump REM sleep by 30 minutes so instead of getting two to two and a half hours REM sleep i was getting two and a half to three hours REM sleep um it it put me down really hard, but again, the challenge with those is that they're all kind of novelish ingredients that there's not much research to go behind, and so whenever someone says "egg-derived peptide thing," yeah, I'm like, well, what is it? I still don't actually know. It could be anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm. I. I but, uh, look, I mean, I definitely definitely right. forever,
1: right? I've never been able to get a concrete answer on, yeah, but what is it? Surely,
2: who is the. We have Thomas now.
0: Right, yeah, we'll have a look. Is, there, is this. So, Um it is a branded ingredient. Is it trademarked or patent?
1: I think it's its own little product, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like a stand-
2: standalone product. Uh, they yeah. do a few other bits. Um, I can't remember the name of it. But,. Um, yeah, they do do a few other bits. I've actually
1: got a well, actually bit of a the restock. They're Oh, Innova Farm Genesis 1. That was a product that I always found fascinating.
0: Yeah, we we had that once upon a time too. Uh, I can't actually, I don't think I ever got a chance to try it. But it's, again, it's in that same category of like, we're not really sure what it is, but it seems to be doing that Embryonic same role.
1: peptides from chicken embryo. Uh, from yeah. partially incubated hen eggs, uh, embryonic peptides are concentrated by tangential ultrafiltration, which acts as an adaptogenic product. or well, this helps it act oh. as an adaptogenic product by modifying the equilibrium of hormones secreted by the adrenal cortex. That yeah. sounds like nonsense.
0: It's a whole bunch of wishy-washy. Like that's that's the problem I have with it. Is that like all of those terms are incredibly vague? Okay, and, so. Um... Like, Tides is a massive group of molecules. Okay, so this easy. is
1: actually quite quite in-depth in terms of uh, it contains unspecified amount of uh, fibroblast growth factors, nerve growth factors, epidermal growth factors, connective tissue growth factors, and binding folostatin. But folostatin mm-hmm. is not already bioavailable, so who knows, who knows.
0: What feedback do you get, Colin, on humaniform? Like, what do people say?
1: Tommy Storton
2: so, it must be good. Tommy Stoughton uses it, so it must be good. Tommy loves it. Tommy's used it for years. Um, some of the feedback, like general sense of well-being, some some women have. Um, actually, somebody left a review on it the other day. Internet wants to work here. Um, it actually, it has a few, a couple of reviews. Yeah. So, it was the, one of the one of the the feedbacks from somebody who would have been who would be kind of in their late forties. And um, was that her her energy levels have obviously increased, and she finding that her hair health had her hair she' quite thin hair that her hair has thickened out as well and then just from a male perspective, it's just a general sense of of well being yeah well yeah. i
0: what I think about like those sort of products is that uh, and this was the case when we had supra is I really liked it, I thought it was great, but if someone came to me and wanted a recommendation, it would never be something I could recommend confidently as more of a, hey, if you're curious too, you could try it and see if you notice anything, but it's in that quite fringe. Yeah.
2: It, like if somebody came to me and said that they wanted something to give them an overall sense of well-being or, you know, I would recommend either Fundamentum or I'd recommend um, NMN. Yeah. Yeah. As a, as, as a standalone, you know, depending on price
1: point. Fundamentum is another one of those things that is now selling consistently, steadily. Yeah. And I need to put some time into expanding that range. However, yeah. that range will never be a big range. Yeah. Because the whole point was actually simplification of what is a very confusing space. I mean, I'm getting adverts every day for new products popping up every day that are... I, I saw one the other day that was just Eternum. So I was like, you know, I've got that trademark, but whatever. Um, and a lot of them seem to be sniffing along the right lines. You know, they've got that same kind of, you know, I'm seeing quite a lot with spermidine. I'm seeing there's a lot of Huberman type stuff going around. Um, but all of these ingredients, almost in, almost all of these ingredients are expensive. So what we're seeing is dosing in the poor to completely ineffective
2: ranges. Yeah, and and this this has always been this is what I was kind of trying to sort of allude to earlier on was that because people are jumping on the bandwagon of Rogan and Huberman, they're bringing out these products, they're not putting the money into them, or the research into into the the ingredients, and but they're 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 jumping on the name of something, and people are buying it because they're going, well, you know, Huberman's spoken about it, this person sells it, it must be good.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and oftentimes people just don't know what kind of dosing. They they should be getting yeah. um so so yeah, that 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 Vita Turnum range will be fleshed out a little bit. But I actually really yeah. like the idea of Vita Turnum just being fundamentum plus a
2: couple of bits. One of two other things, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think you could make I like, essentially they should all be that fundamentum level super premium. This yeah. is the this is the deluxe, this is the um what do you call what's the car that like is literally every part they make themselves? Uh Rolls Royce. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that attitude where it's
1: like <laughs> No, they're now made on a BMW seven series chassis, which is not the same, well, I, is it?
0: It default it ruins the point of the Rolls Royce, doesn't it? That, um, it does. McLaren's
1: but, every part of a McLaren is made by McLaren. And as a result, so, they break down a lot. It's not a great example either. Um, but Rolls Rolls Royce.
2: Lego, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Lego make their own stuff. Sure, probably, yeah, yeah, and it's all built, and it leads into all, all the ingredients are building blocks to being healthier and feeling better. I saw some statistics the other day on like the amount of Lego
1: blocks that have been made ever, and it's it's absolutely incredible. But, but, yeah, but what's the number? How
2: many? These are the key things that people want to know. I will find yeah. out. Talk amongst yourself. How many? How many Grand Canyons <laughs> can you fill?
0: Um, exactly, but but a, a,
2: a another thing that we see a lot of Thomas as well over here is four uh, oh, hundred million. Mages.
1: 400 billion 400
2: billion I want to know what that looks
0: on. like in terms of volume no one can conceptualize what 400 billion looks like as a number okay. can you carry so, on going
2: so, so obviously magnesium's big at the moment as well um you know uh standard things like omegas creatine uh, electrolytes you know pe- people are lo- loving like i i say electrolytes are probably our biggest seller at the moment um,
0: electrolytes price have picked up massively too. I think there's yeah. just a lot more awareness going around you, about basic You go to the moon and
2: back
1: five times in Legos. That's cool. Okay. That's a lot of Legos. Yeah. That is a lot of Legos.
0: <laughs> and an interesting note on electrolytes is that the other day I saw someone post a story of Hydromax and they said, yeah, it's just your normal electrolyte panel. And I was like, in my. So this is the it's funny because there's multiple brands that have copied hydromax now
1: thinking that's that an electrolyte is,
0: well but basically they're viewing it as this is normal electrolyte now not the novel yeah. thing that we had to explain a million times like i worked so hard to explain that
1: that product it, i to mean people it's great when it, it's great that you've said it because it's far less um self-indulgent than me saying that everyone's copied yeah. hydromax without having any understanding of what the concept is there um yeah. But yeah, it is mind blowing.
0: It's a normal electrolyte. Yeah. Uh is yeah. a new th- so but that I thought that was a really cool like what, Hydromax has been out? Two, three years? Two years. No, five. Five.
1: five? We did it our old unit. We did it before lockdown. Maybe really? Four. Really. Okay. It's a
0: five. Uh, maybe time has gone past by fast. Uh, yeah, we, I remember we really, when it we was released really it at the
2: point. old unit. Yeah, but no, it it can't be five years, Rick, because I'm only in business five years next month, and it definitely wasn't out when I started. Okay,
1: maybe four then.
0: Yeah, I remember the release period. So, uh, either way, it's been out a number of years, and such that it's taken, it's like disseminated into kind of more
1: mainstream now. Yeah. So Liam, but
0: when it first came out, it was real. Like people did not get it. Like no, no. it was a I hard. Mean, step. The way
1: we got it. To, so wait, it was actually it was laid into on a podcast by uh, James Hollingshead uh, and uh, Jamie Johal, both of whom I get on with. Um, but someone said, oh, "Have you seen this new Hydromax from Strom? They're like it's a product designed to stop you from getting pumps." Like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's not bodybuilding. So I sent them both a top. I was like, it's designed to prevent your back pumps. Give it a try. Yeah. And yeah. and to be fair, they both. I think uh, maybe not James Holling said, but they both continued to buy it. And and like they then talked about it on the next episode of the podcast. Like, hey, we maybe took the piss out of this, but we've tried it. It's actually really good. Um. But Liam was over the other day, and he uh, we'd had a couple of drinks, and he was like, "You're a fucking dickhead." I was like, "Why?" Because he's um he's going to be pointing out that one of his products has electrolytes in when they've always had electrolytes in and making a big deal of it. And I was like, you're a scumbag. Anyway, anyway, he said, look, all that's happened with Hydromax is you brought it out for big bodybuilders and you were like, look, this is just for bodybuilders. It's for back pumps. It's got a load of taurine interactors as an osmolite, but it's not really a proper electrolyte because most of these guys are having loads of sodium in their food. And, and you were quite keen on that. And then a load of cyclists and crossfitters and triathletes started drinking it and saying, this is great for hydration. And you just said nothing. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Tauren's,
0: but taurine's good for everyone, anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely think as long as there's enough sodium in your diet, the presence of that amount of taurine acts as an osmolite so well that you can use it in the same way you would use a traditional um, hydration product. The only exception being if you are in a super intense, uh, sweat-heavy sport, or it maybe you would use it for rehydration, strong. post yeah. uh, post a water cut, for example.
2: And that, that's actually funny because um, when I do the, the the samples for the likes of ABS and for a GSP, who run all yeah. the well, pretty much majority of the strongman competitions in Ireland, um, I always give them carbs and and Hydramax to help what? with people who've done water cuts and everything after that.
1: But they're big meat. That's um, right. They're big, meaty powerlifters, so they'll be sound, because they're going to have yeah. a bag of chips.
2: Or a bag of jellies.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but you know what? Those, those are the guys that it was made for. And the powerlifters still, powerlifters love Hydra Max. Oh, yeah. The, well,
0: I think the, the other thing is, is that sodium, you could just grab your table salt and crack some in. Yeah, right. no, if, absolutely,
1: if you need it. I think one of the difficult things was I, I tried to explain that once, and then people started putting salt in their Hydromax who didn't need it. <laughs> you.
2: You'll always get that. It's it's the same as you know when you put little silicone gel things in, and have to tell people not to eat it or not to yeah. drink it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they know? want
0: a refund because they find it in there. <laughs> I, I
2: I actually got so my new combi inhaler that the doctor gave me had a silicone gel pack in it, and they actually put a picture on it saying that you are not to open the inhaler and pour the contents in.
1: We had it's Badger, one of Badger's favourite stories. So the original Strom sixteen fifteen, sixteen years ago. Um, Badger watched the shop for me one day and we used to sell beef jerky in there and it came with obviously the little desiccant packs in there. And he had a guy come back and say, I bought some beef jerky the other day, really liked it, it's really spicy. Badger's, like, Oh yeah, but didn't
2: like cool. the yeah.
1: salt. Real like and when you put the flavor powder on, like real, real sharp. <laughs> and Badger's like, Oh right, yeah, cool. Guy went off Badger's like I've had that jerky loads. I don't remember there ever being a flavour powder in there. And he opened a pack. It's, it's just a, silicon of, a, silicon, a sachet of desiccant. Oh, I get it, yeah. But it can't be. It's a common misconception with the silica. We have. It's not. It's not common, but it has happened that, that the silica gel packs have split in products before. Um, yep. We had it once. It was a faulty batch, and people lose their minds. So it was like, oh my god, I've ingested some of these silica gel balls. They're inert. They only tell you not to eat them because they don't taste very nice. And you know you, you probably shouldn't be eating stuff that isn't the thing that you're trying to eat, but it's completely inert. It can't harm you. You you could you could eat five of them. It wouldn't matter. Um, what about six? Lose their mind about it.
2: Six would be a problem. Mm. Yeah, you know, well, I, like... I actually one one day I was making the, my intro for the gym, and I by, by accident didn't see it. Took the scoop, popped it in, closed the lid, on the 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 Strom Shaker, or the the jug, you know. Remember Rick when they were good jokes, And and all of her, I started Alpha nuts.
1: design. Alpha Designs are supposed to be making us some good some good ones.
2: I'm I'm still waiting on on Steve to uh, sort that. Well, you I have must to, start a wrestling yeah. No, so do you remember when we were at that um <clears throat> that comical thing last summer? Um yeah. <laughs> we when we went out for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, so I, I kind of pestered them for a little while, because yeah. obviously I'd love to get my sh- my shakers from them. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah on that. I
1: mean, look, Alpha Designs are friends of ours. I, I would like to get some from them. The problem is they're, they're not super cheap, and the, the minimum order makes it quite an expensive exercise. Yeah, yeah. But I think I probably will do it at some point.
2: I think he needs a new
1: mould and everything, doesn't he?
2: To have the big... Oh, I mean, he won't
1: do it. That, 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 He's absolutely said that's not happening.
2: China does then.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to take that up, I'll, I'll split the bill with you. For the mold, there'll or for China? Sh- there'll be someone in China who can make them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just, I can't... I'm not the most patient of human beings and I really struggle with dealing with Foreign manufacturers
2: I get them to make, so obviously they made my socks, yeah, um, and um I don't think you'll testify they're probably the most comfortable pair of socks you've ever had I'm, are you wearing them right now yeah. no, I'm not no, I'm not, but I was no. at some point recently yeah. wearing them but they uh, they make my socks, they made a couple of other things as well. I actually because they're they're not super impulsive in terms of constantly ringing you, messaging you you know every two seconds, um you know. They're easy for me to deal with because yeah. I send them one message. They come back to me a day later and say, "This is what we've looked at." Yeah, thanks yeah. very much, Grant. Do that, and I, and, and that's it. I, I find it really easy to deal
1: with. Maybe maybe that. I've also been told. I mean, this is definitely not podcast material, but um, I've been told that Mexico is very good for getting stuff manufactured at the moment. You did mention that previously, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's uh, that's the thing.
0: In a in a genuine sense, uh, Mexican manufacturing is improving significantly. Across the board. I don't know about supplements and otherwise, but uh, and compared to China's China and India's quality versus cost trade off, Mexico is taking over. Yeah. There's a lot of chat going around that essentially America is moving their primary focus of manufacturing to Mexico because they have better supply chain there and Mexican manufacturing is getting good. I think this is a good podcast conversation because this is world. It's quite world-changing if the hub of the world decides Mexican. to move manufacturing from China to Mexico.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was about to say people don't realize how much of their stuff comes from China. They do. I think people do. They just don't care anymore. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it would uh, be a, a massive shift. I think
0: we're going to see more... So uh, India's pharma industry is picking up hard too. Yeah. Uh, and the quality is competitive i've Uh, had a large
1: amount of indian manufacturers chasing me saying hey we can make this for you we can make that for you they've gone on the website they've looked at what you're doing they've kind of priced it up um i suspect because under uk law we would have to have a declaration on the product as to where it's manufactured i think at the moment culturally that would be an issue for our customers um they they wouldn't i
0: wouldn't trust it yet either like i i think they're on that emerging point so like china is uh, if you get a good manufacturer you get undeniably great product yeah uh you just need to actually get a good manufacturer the case with india is that they're emerging like they're taking over but i don't think they're at that time yeah. established point where we can trust that yeah even if you the other, have thing, someone I found
1: that's... With, the other thing i found with india that uh, i've had with a few manufacturers in the past is they'll look at your phone and go hey We've decided how you can improve this, and they'll send you a quote for the altered version of the formula, like they're doing you a favour, which is not something I appreciate, because obviously I've got a GOG complex, and that's not helpful. Yeah. I quite like this. And they're, they're easy they look at for themselves. To the same. Yeah. No, they're, they're all right.
0: Do we want to have any passing wrap-ups for the
1: recorded segment? It gives me great pride to be partnered with two upstanding gentlemen such as yourself, but unfortunately, you're going to have to go because we're not meeting our diversity quota. Right? Yeah. I, I,
0: I, yeah. We're <laughs> very right. I mean, as a, I as, as a brand, as a brand, we don't
1: have... hit our diversity quota at all. We talked about this the other day. Um, we mm-hmm. are almost entirely I can that Yeah, I
0: recently laid off. My only female employee. Oh dear! Um, yeah,
1: so, it's not. It's not a deliberate yeah. thing. It's just. Well, if any consolation, Thomas, I hired a female employee. There we go, and yeah. I've got a Swedish. So this is there balancing.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. See, see, it's yin yin yin.
0: We'll try and do this more often. I think just so that there's a little bit of an industry what the hell's going on on the Strom side or other things. Yeah, and um,
1: hopefully, hopefully in three months' time, there'll be a fourth panel added here for a Strom USA. Mm.
0: And is that
1: in the works or is this a pure That's in the works. So um, obviously I'm going out to the Arnold's. I was supposed to be having yeah. a load of conversations with people at the Arnold's about distribution of Strom in, in the States, but I've signed up to compete both days in jiu-jitsu. So I'm basically just travelling <laughs> to America to compete at a white belt tournament like an idiot, um, where everyone's going to be much bigger than me because the brackets are different in America, or I've discovered. Such is life.
0: Travelling to another country to compete in a white get belt his ass tournament is like... Ass I won't get my ass is I'll this, be mediocre. Like, the definition of wealth, just to, just <laughs> um, to point that out. Like, just unnecessary
1: <laughs> spending. Just down the road. Yeah, no, there's, there's a white belt tournament the same weekend here. Like, yeah. in, in yeah. Birmingham. Um... <laughs> No, so Aaron Hudson was all for doing Strom USA. Um yeah. he was really, really keen for it. But his application to emigrate is, it's you know, he's still here. He still lives in Birmingham. Yeah. So yeah. not helpful. The guys at Team Evil Genius are really keen to take that mantle on. Um and yeah. they would do it in, very much in kind of the strong way of of of, you know, they haven't got unlimited budgets and and all that, they would they would look to just take probably the health products because that's kind of their field, um, and distribute them for us and, and grow it as it as it grows. Um Broderick, for those of you who know him, is an extremely well educated person. Um the only strike sl- the only slight stumbling block, which Broderick probably won't mind me talking about because he's talked about it with me quite frankly, is that he has made a career out of saying, fuck everything else, just buy drugs um <laughs> now so for, he feels that to then partner with and sell a supplement brand could be massively hypocritical to the last 30 years of his career from my perspective as said supplement brand that's a hugely powerful tool if he deems us worthy of that accolade yeah,
2: yeah. Does you, it, it's, a, it's a statement it's it, a very strong statement he, he does buy
1: several of our products at the moment he doesn't like and we've done a podcast I've done a podcast with him which he sent me the edited version of recently for about 45 minutes where I actually got to utilize a little bit of my brain for once which is which was a nice change he does not like the concept of liver support he's got a, a got a real actually very similar to my objection to um astragalus as a method of yeah. kidney support he feels that, power
0: the cover up real issue
1: yeah yeah he feels that um you know the you're effectively covering up. He feels that you're putting on an extractor fan and pulling the smoke out of the kitchen to distract from the fact that the steak is burning. I feel that Mm -hmm. there's no smoke in the kitchen because you're stopping the steak from burning in the first place. And really, without doing like a 50-year-long clinical trial on humans, one of of which take on-cycle support with their gear and one of which don't, we don't really have any way of knowing. He is of the opinion that if you're taking gear... Your liver enzymes should elevate as your liver processes that steroid that's their job, and that it's a normal physiological response and what you should be doing is monitoring in blood work that that elevation in liver enzymes is in in correlation with the amount of steroid and the hypotoxicity of what you're taking, and that if it starts yeah. to move too far outside of those boundaries that you should then look at reducing your drug load. And I can't prove I, him wrong, but he also can't prove himself right. But his I, argument is effectively that if you use things like glutathione, like NAC and um, Tudka and so on, that um, you're, you're just pulling the smoke out of the kitchen without necessarily changing the direction going on underneath.
0: My challenge to that statement is, uh, I, I think he's entirely correct. It It means that you need to, in the sense that, it is it's changing the situation and so you need to behave accordingly. So it's uh m- maybe your liver enzymes aren't as upregulated as if you didn't take the supplement. However, that doesn't mean that you can treat it like like everything's perfectly fine. Yeah. Still got to well, we,
1: we really got into that it that on this podcast. We we really got into it on this podcast and and I yeah. I feel that liver enzymes aren't elevating because there's there's less liver damage occurring, and I think that's backed up by the studies that show the use of these ingredients in things yeah. like liver disease, which are not caused by hepatotoxicity. Um, but what's good with Broderick is he is open to discussion, right? So yeah, look, I at, think at some point there might be a Broderick sat here, which yeah. would be which would be lovely um, because we have big, oh, yeah, big demand good. from America, um, and you can buy from Colm
2: is that right? Yeah, so we ship. It takes about two days. Same way we ship to. <clears throat> actually, we ship anywhere except Russia because we're not allowed, and Belarus. Um, but and, we, and we, we ship. ship to America. I do send stuff to America. It takes all of about two days to yep. get there. And uh, we do get some orders from America. Same way we get some orders from uh, Dubai. Yeah, takes again two days to get there as well. So you know, so on occasion it can be quicker to get something to America than it can be to get it two hours up the road to Dublin. It
1: amazes me that Ireland is somehow better at being part of the global community
2: than the UK. But nobody likes it. That's true. I do. I do. I love it.
1: Is that a real international perception of the British?
2: <laughs> but it's uh, fair. Exactly. Uh,
0: it's from New Zealand. There's, there's um, palms. We call them palms uh, only Wait,
2: I, ne- I never understood that, right? Because when I was in Australia and somebody explained to me what a palm was, Right, every Australian is, is tech, well, not every Australian is, but technically, you know. Yeah. Where do they come from? They're prisoners. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> it's, it's New it I've just offended a large amount of your client base.
0: It's like you could call us kind of like frontiersmen,
1: though, in I, the look, sense of if you're ever bored, Colm, you want to feel better about the things your country have done.
2: <laughs> look into the history of New Zealand. We don't do anything. We we we're the, we're the victims all the time. I'm mm. <laughs> entirely sure I agree there.
0: Oh, well. I'm not listening. To... No,
1: we're not <laughs> going to get into the history of New Zealand on a podcast that goes out in New Zealand. You also look much more tanned than when you were here. Is it? You're midsummer, summer. right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's summer, and I'm probably in the garden a couple hours a day. It's the only not working time I have. Do you follow... Of well, course, he, um, he was
1: here in, like, October. Do, yeah. Do yeah. you follow the solar athlete? Interesting guy. So I spent a bit of time with him in America with Broderick. Um, we called him El Salvador because all he does is talk about El Salvador because Bitcoin is the future. He's a he's a, a Mexican-American guy who is absolutely convinced that um, going in the sun is the cure for most ailments and that skin cancer isn't real. Um we had a great time, real fun guy, he does a bit of wrestling, and he's got some real out there crazy talk thinking, good stuff that's really thought-provoking, and uh, he's only got like six, 700 followers, he's putting out loads of stuff, I think he was on uh, Mark Bell's podcast recently, he's worth having a look at, interesting stuff.
0: On that, uh, skin cancer is definitely real, if you're in a country like New Zealand, you know it, because our, like, our rates of skin cancer is fucking bad because that's because you're not supposed to data.
1: be in that country
0: perhaps or it's because we get a uh oh yeah you haven't got an ozone. Have, yeah yeah so our area is very shallow yeah and again people have a lot of political opinions about ozone things so i'm not getting into that
1: but, how can you have uh, a political opinion about an ozone thing what, like there's supposed to be an ozone and we broke it how can you have an opinion about that
0: well, some people... If you say, you you got to go to America and talk to Americans about that, because some people would say we didn't break it. But... um, okay. uh, Either way...
1: Are they the same new people, people would say Caribbean, the world is flat? I
0: don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> let's knock this off the hopefully new country that's going to join, because I, I would really look... I, I would love it if Broderick was from America, just for but the Broderick, Broderick's
1: amazing. Broderick's one of the most... He's one of those people who... You can't just sit in a room and have a conversation and and be left unchallenged if you say something that's stupid.
0: Yeah. And I think that's good. But in a really
1: uh, non-confrontational, productive way.
0: It's ethics. uh, And that's kind of circling around to the very start of the conversation. If there was a
1: a Broderick in every room, um, people would have to back up their bullshit a lot more. And it, it also puts you in this mindset when you're in that room with all these people who are amazing at their fields, it puts you in that mindset of, you know what, I don't actually know this topic particularly well, I'll just shut the fuck up. I'll wait until the thing I know about comes around.
0: Yeah. Um, which I think is really good. But uh, on some cancer things, I do think there's an issue where people... So they're so, they're so afraid of it that they're not getting consistent exposure... And yeah. then because of normal holiday routines, you all of a sudden get a massive exposure. Yeah. So if you do more like what I do and I'm going out after the heat of the day, getting a little bit of sunlight every day when it's not at its worst. Yeah. Then I'm probably much more prepared for when I happen to be out in the middle of the day. Well, I, would, I, I can really absolutely happens. see
1: the logic in that. And I would, I would tend to agree. Um, I try and get as much exposure as I can when it's, Sensible, but yeah. I think you know here it's it's difficult to get enough
0: there is also we might get in trouble, i don't think so though uh but with sunscreen rates of skin cancer hasn 't decreased with more sunscreen Re- there's there's a real analysis
1: that came out recently that showed that yeah. with use of sunscreen, there hasn 't been a drop in rates of skin cancer uh, but it 's funny well, roses had it drilled into her at school. Rose is terrified to go in the sun without sun cream on, even for like like if we get yeah. somewhere and the sun has come out in summer, she won't get out of the car, or she will, but she's like, I shouldn't get out of the car without my sunscreen on. Which is, is a school but that's,
0: it, it, it's directly, It's uh, entirely accurate to call it propaganda, in the sense of there is a lot of information skewed in the direction of you have to wear sunscreen, otherwise things will go bad. Mm. And it's not entirely the full picture in new zealand we have a come like a brand that has the cancer society sort of tick thing mm. and that's the big one that's reinforced but i think what we see is that the sunscreen is a good example of damages being done but you are using the extractor fan so you can't see the damage so
1: yeah it prevents actually, that's probably super accurate and i guess people who are using yeah. sunscreen are going to stay in the sun longer than people who aren't using sunscreen and when yeah. they start to feel discomfort will move yeah.
0: So that And that's exactly it. So you've got one thing, and I, I think that's a really good one, like a concept that people can understand well because they understand sunscreen. Like you don't get inflamed and stuff, but there is still some UV rays that get through and yep. those UV rays do seem to cause damage. And, this and skin so cancer, taking... the skin
1: cancer isn't caused by burning, the, the redness, yep. the irritation. Skin cancer is caused by yep. cellular damage, caused by radiation which causes yep. DNA damp- damage to your double helix, which causes cellular mutation, and then uncontrolled cellular mutation, cancer, bad, uh, yep. uncontrolled mitosis. Um,
0: but then, if we're relating that back to supplements, if someone is taking a supplement like astra- astragalus, yep. we need to be considerate that it seems to modify creatinine, slayer and EGFR rate somewhat separate to how much it, may or like is improving kidney health yeah no absolutely and so using creatinine as a measure there is a false flag yeah and so you just got to watch out false flags and things and
1: sunscreen is one of them so in in new zealand does the thing happen that happened to me in thailand whereby i went out in the clouds i went out on a cloudy day and tariq said oh you want to wear your sunscreen so you don't get burnt because you're very white and i laughed at him and then got really burnt because it turns out that he wasn't joking. If you're in a country yeah. like that, you, you, yeah. you'll get burnt even if it's cloudy. It's, I didn't know that. I was completely blown away. Yeah.
0: Now, if you're out in the middle of the day right now, like at this time of year especially, uh, an hour, and I would be turned into a tomato.
2: Even uh, even that, the, that, Yeah. That even, happened like, to me in
0: Australia. In hour and a half. Yeah, Australia's um, thing is people are more careful in Australia.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas Day on the beach uh, in Australia, and I ended up with sunstroke, even though it was cloudy. Yeah, Sunstroke's
0: yeah. a huge thing in Australia, anyway. but yeah. it is. But you don't notice it as much if you're not getting inflammation. So uh, I, I actually, I don't wear sunscreen, not because I don't think skin cancer is a thing, but because you'd rather know, you're
1: getting damaged.
0: Yeah, and then I so I I cover up
2: uh,
0: or yeah I I self moderate uh, and so that's I think that applies though to your liver supplements and all your other organ yeah. health supplements. Stuff.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. No, I guess I think this comes on to and we'll have to end because I'm so tired. But yeah. I think I think this becomes on a on an intra individual sorry an intra ingredient basis, right? Because there's some ingredients it's, that we might look at and go, you know what, that is your extractor fat, and there's somewhere we'll look at it and actually that that's doing something more tangible in terms of reducing the damage in the first place. And if we're reducing the damage from occurring in the first place, that's a good thing. We want to get behind it. I think glutathione is a really good example of something that's reducing damage right from the offset. And yeah. sugar, actually.
0: Well, smoke damage is a thing. You can have the source damage and then the smoke that's created from the source damage can also cause damage in itself. So in some respects Clearing the smoke is also preventing damage.
1: Yeah, or, or even if we're even if we're happy that clearing the smoke is better than not clearing the smoke, we have to be conscious that we still need to look out for signs that we're, we're burning things
2: at both ends. Yeah. Yes. If we call sunscreen, smoke, barbecues, supplements.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pop into New Zealand at some point. I'm not gonna tell them yeah. I'm coming. I'm gonna just turn up for like three days and go. Yeah,
0: you know Just on principle now, <laughs> I
1: feel like I've got to do it.
0: Yeah. Well you'd be very welcome. I'm yeah. quite a drive from the airport that you would be at though. I would sir. assume you I'm quite into... a
1: drive from all civilization. I don't
0: know. There are people nearish.
1: They have neighbours. <laughs> um, I would like to be further.
2: Further from the neighbours.
1: Yeah. yeah. Though I've decided on going on a world tour next year. Does that include
2: Ireland? considering no, you haven't been here since, since, since twenty nineteen. You no, know, like... Irish wasn't twenty nineteen was the last time you were here. Yes. Rose wants to go to Ireland. See? Yeah, Rose wants to go to
1: Ireland. Um, she's got a passport, so she wants to go somewhere really exotic. So she wants to go to New Zealand to see Finn, or Thailand, or Ireland.
2: Ireland, don't do absolutely. Thailand.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not taking pros to Thailand. Absolutely, I uh, was yeah,
2: just about to say, probably wouldn't take my daughter to
1: Thailand. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I, I suggested something nice like Rome or Athens. Well, I, I get
2: to bring my little one to my youngest to uh, Harry Potter World next month. Well, once her passport comes through, in. America. Or In or... London. In oh, okay. London. You'd have to let us know yeah. because
1: Rose Rose really wants to go. How old is your youngest?
2: She is eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, a bit older yeah. than Rose. Yeah. It it's pretty I went. I went by myself before. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The things you do yeah. when when, yeah. when you're like forty. Thank you so much,
1: gentlemen. It is an absolute pleasure to have both yeah. of you on board. Very, very proud. And
2: um we will catch up soon. Uh, Absolutely.